Hi, I'm Miguel. I'm Waya. Welcome to Color of Youth's first podcast episode. November is Adoption Awareness Month, so we're dedicating it to talking about adoption as people of color. So before we start, I think it's really important for us to say that everything that we're saying um, in this podcast is our opinions and based on our experiences. Yeah, so basically if you're listening to this and you're realizing like maybe you didn't feel this way or our adoption stories are not like yours there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with anyone like everyone's stories are going to be different this is just supposed to be a safe place for everyone who is adopted isn't adopted to understand that these are probably common things that um people of color go through in a white family yeah adopted and you know if you don't agree with us that's okay you can have your own opinions this is just what we think way and i are both adopted um should i go first yeah okay um so i was adopted two days after i was born um i was born in the united states um my birth mother was from mexico and so was my entire birth family i mean i'm assuming and yeah uh, (laughs) She um, traveled from Mexico to the United States illegally, um, and she had a boyfriend, but she put me up for adoption because I'm assuming, like, I wasn't her boyfriend's kid, and she said that to my, like, parents that she didn't think that her boyfriend would want to take care of a kid, so, yeah. Um, so I'm Waya, and I was adopted almost when I was five, like, four and a half, um, and I was adopted in Guilin, China. It's southern China. And um, it took a long time for my parents to finally get me. But I don't know, like, anything about my birth mom or dad. Because when I, I was left, I was found in a factory, like, right by a factory. And like right when I was born so there was no like trace of my mom so but I am assuming that my mom is probably fairly young and because I was also born with a cleft lip and palate which would need like surgery and a lot of money to take care of uh, she wasn't able to. So our stories are really like obviously really different from each other's. Yeah they are. But we still share, like, really similar experiences. Yeah. Okay. So, I think it's really important to know that adoption isn't some super happy, like, amazing thing. Yeah. And that the companies that, you know, manage adoptions aren't actually that great. Like, these companies want to make money. And when, you know, the parent, the adoptive parents pay money to the adoption companies to get their kid and yes some of that money does go to the mother or to the birth mother and the birth family and it covers like legal fees and all that but also they're trying to make you know money off of it for example I learned recently that when I was being adopted the company listed me as white like and said or like listed me as white and told my dad that I was white like and they did that in order to be able to sell me for more so they could, you know, get more money. Um, And I think it's really important to talk about that race 
bias because white children do cost the most out of any race, out of every race, and that's really rooted in anti-blackness. They don't want to price black children high, so they're the lowest. I think it's important to, um, of course, as you get older, like accept that you're adopted and come to terms with it because the adopt the idea and um, creating like a system to have children to be adopted so they can have a family is really good and and that we should um, promote that. But I do think it is important for people to realize that being adopted, especially an adopted child, it's not all of this lovey-dovey perfect system and there's a lot of grief and pain and realization as you grow up and we should talk about that yeah so yeah it's just important to know that adoption is not this perfect system and that it has very serious flaws especially when considering anti-blackness in the system yeah and i also think it's like really weird like processing that like thinking oh i was being sold for money and yeah some of that was like good money like going to you know help the birth family but at the same time it's like did that company see me as a baby like yeah I mean I think hearing that now that must be one really weird and also difficult because it's like another reminder that you it feels like you are being like a product that you are actually this living human baby you were just this thing that should be um, sold and get money off of and of course I mean that is part of the reason why adoption is a thing like it's to get money like the workers who are or like you know the people working in the adoption center system but I mean I don't know how they do it really in China but I know like they didn't give my birth mom any money mm -hmm. because it's technically illegal to leave your baby out there or to abandon the child so I think um hearing that you were priced as more and seeing and they said that you were white so that your parents could pay more because white is that like the beauty standard yeah um which that is called racism and that just hearing I bet for you at least that again that it just kind of felt like a slap in the face like, yeah like did you really even matter like to them exactly and i think that's just so weird to think about because you know people would rather have a white baby than a black baby or you know a like indigenous um latino baby or an asian baby yeah and it's just like really weird to think about like the fact that companies will try to like exploit that like mm -hmm. that racism yeah. to get money it's just really gross and it like leaves you kind of like huh that's so strange because i was like barely even you know alive i was like literally just out of the womb and yeah. people are already like placing worth on me based on how i look and yeah you know. and i think and i mean as i mean you're a person of color and growing up in a white society, white family, white friends, 
and then trying to deal with um, growing up facing with racism and then hearing that even before you know as a child there's like still racism like ingrained in you like just like you're like just a product being stamped like that's yeah. not much like oh like we're gonna put the label white on you and now yeah. i'm gonna ship you off to your house like let's get the amazon truck or something you know like yeah, it's just weird like, it's just... i don't know anyways for you was it like obvious that you were adopted like did you know when you were young i think so i mean i didn't know much i didn't know any english when i first got adopted and i don't think there was that it was i mean when you have a child that doesn't speak your language and you don't speak theirs there's like really limited communication mm -hmm. so of course i think my parents tried to do a as best as they could do to communicate with me but i think at least for me i was because i wasn't adopted as a baby like you were mm -hmm. i kind of just knew that like this is my new family and i don't think they told me like oh you're adopted but unlike you like it was more like obvious because like i was like now in a new country yeah but for me like i was obviously adopted super quickly after I was born yeah so I didn't really know because I had you know I'm not remembering the first two days of me no. being born yeah. like no so I just like had no idea that I was adopted for such a long time and that was really interesting because especially like I didn't look like my parents like I wasn't the same race yeah like, I was you know I didn't look the same but I didn't really understand that oh even though we look different, we, like, actually, like, are different. I thought, oh, we look different, but we're still the same. Yeah, exactly. When do you think you started to realize the difference or that you were adopted or had this, like, click, like, this is what being adopted yeah. is? I don't know. I mean, my parents told me when I was young that I was adopted, and I kind of, like, I heard it. I was like, okay, I am adopted. But I don't think I really processed what that meant. And I don't think I really understood, like, the full reality of that. Because I got, like, the, oh, your birth mom gave you up because she loved you so much. And she wanted you to have this better life. And, you know, we're so grateful because now you're in our family. And I was, like, hearing that. And it was, like, going in my head. And I was, like, thinking about the words. But I wasn't actually understanding. Yeah, I think like, it's really hard to understand what even being adopted is at, as a child because like you don't you don't hear it every single day it's not like this normal word in most people's home like mm -hmm. adopted adopted yeah. or adoption or orphanage i mean you might see it in movies where like you have these sad kids in an orphanage and some evil woman caretaker mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. some comedy of someone being adopted so i think that that's weird to even like have that being told to you just mm -hmm. that you're adopted like i don't i mean if i like were to adopt a kid when i get older i think i would have a hard time even knowing how to say it and part of that is because like you know when you're adopted you just want to know where you're from so like if you did adopt a kid like how do you even go around telling them that like oh you're adopted and then when they ask oh, well, where am I really from? It's like, oh, I don't know. And that's something I ask myself a lot too. Like, 
where am I from, you know? Because, yeah. like, I have, like, a rough idea, but, like, um, you know, like, it's, I, I don't really know. I guess, I mean, one thing that people of color face up, of course, is a lot of people coming up to you saying, like, where are you from? What do you speak? And kind of interrogating you yeah. almost like you're this animal, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. And I, like, I've had that a lot throughout my school year just adults coming up to me and being like so like where are you from and it's just like well I'm here right now but I think it I one thing I mean it took me a long time I think part of it is I didn't really know I was still developing my English but took me a while I think for me to kind of understand where I was from because I knew it was China but then it took me a while to realize, oh, it was, like, Wayland, China. And I don't know why, I just think that wasn't really important to me. Yet, it's almost something a lot of people, when they first see me or people of color, they ask you where you're from. Of course, you shouldn't always, you shouldn't feel obligated to tell them that because, in my opinion, I think it's a little weird. Unless, yeah. I mean, I, I have had people ask my parents, like, oh, where are you from? But that's normally when we're visiting, like, we're on vacation. It Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with your um, racial background. And I think um, sometimes when people ask me that, I started to think, like, well, where did I come? Because I didn't come from my parents. And I know I came from China, but I don't know. I didn't live... I lived there for, like, four years, but, like, I was a child. I was, like, Mm -hmm. a baby. And I'm not going to remember everything that happened. And really, it doesn't feel like I'm even from China. So I don't feel like I'm from anywhere. It's an awkward position to be in, even if you're not adopted. But I think when you are adopted and then people ask you where you're from and you have, like, no answer. Because it has, like, even though they're usually asking it, like, oh, like, where is your, you know, like, um, family yeah, from where you're born. yeah like where yeah. you're born it like really has a lot more like it has a lot different implications when you when it's being directed to an adopted person especially an adopted person of color because there's like that race element but yeah. then there's also like like where are you from like more as in like where are you from and like how do you fit into your family you know yeah. like, like where am I like because I think about that and I'm like okay well where where am I from I know that my birth mother um you know was from Mexico and she came to the United States so that's like part of her like life and part of her history but like other than that I don't really know anything about my family and I feel like a large part of like where are you from can kind of relate to your family and then yeah you know I I would have people like ask me where I'm from and then they I think a lot of people assume that my mom is Asian so I've Mm -hmm. had even this year um one of my teachers asking me, like, so, like, where's your mom from? And I knew instantly they were thinking I would say, like, yeah. some part of Asia. And I told um, him that, like, oh, well, she was born... Well, I was adopted, but she was born in Canada. And then he was like, wow, like, bless you. Like, she loves you. And yeah. that was really awkward. That's so uncomfortable. Like, I can't imagine. And it's kind of like, thank you. But yeah. also, like, you're really emphasizing that, like, this is a blessing. Exactly. And, like, t- like situation has happened to me mm-hmm. where I've had a teacher. Or it's, like, happened a ton of times. But in this particular incident, there was a teacher who was, like, 
so, like, where's your family from? Oh, no, it was really because he was trying to figure out why I couldn't speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. So he goes, oh, does your, where's your mom from? And I was like, oh, my mom was born in, like, Baltimore. And Mm -hmm. um, he was like, oh, well, where's your dad from? And I was like, oh, he was born in um, Oneonta, New York. And he was like, oh, where about your grandparents? And I'm like, oh, well, they were, you know, blah, 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 yeah, whatever. And I'm like listing off. And I'm like, and he finally goes, like, to my great-grandparents. And I'm like, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, like, let you, like, just go down, like, how far are you going to go? Are you going to ask me about my, like, great-great-great-great-great-grandparents? Yeah. Like, when are you going to get the hint? But, and so finally I go, oh, I'm adopted. So my parents are white. And he's like, oh, um. okay. <laughs> and I'm just like... I don't really know why it's any of your business, you know? Yeah, and also, I think that is awkward when they... I think I've had people expect me to know Mandarin, and I'm just, like, I I don't... I can't speak Chinese. Like, I don't know how... And then you have to, like, give them a reason when it's none of their business. Like, I should have just been able to say, oh, I can't speak Spanish, and then it'd be, like, over. Yeah, like, it shouldn't be, like, well, why? Like, you are, like... Mexican, and then it's just like, leave me yeah. alone, go away. It's really interesting because every time that's happened to me, most of them have been white. Yeah. Like, and it's like, because it, that's funny because it's like, that's part of that is racism because, you know, they're expecting me to be able to speak Spanish. Yes. And then, like, the other part of that is like that they're just like, you know, really like not understanding boundaries and like, yeah. you know, and um, privacy or whatever. And the feel like they need to really get that answer like why can't I speak Spanish yeah. it's like they're entitled to it or something I think the idea of where you are from um is for an adopted like child it can mean so many things yet you have almost no answer to it yeah and like I said earlier when you're adopted, you hear this a lot. It's like, oh, your parents gave you up because they loved you so much. Or your parents gave you up so that you had a better life. Or so that you would have a better life. And I think that makes it seem like they were doing some sort of, like, selfless act of love. Mm-hmm. And even though they, you know, probably did care about you, that's not really, like, the full reality. I think it's kind of like telling someone, like, you should just be happy that you're alive. Is is That's not really the point of like being adopted and being told that or something to just take it for granted and be happy with that one it doesn't help anyone two I think is very ignorant of what it does feel like being adopted I think for some parents they are trying to give their child a better life and I think for some like they just know they can't take care of you and um that happens in life things come up and it can be really difficult but I think having this idea that being adopted is just oh you should just be grateful and it's just a better life for you really takes away the fact that it's not easy to go through that it can be very traumatizing because you're going through a lot at any age and not really understanding what is going on mm-hmm. um i know like when i was adopted i mean i was um when i was born in a very like poor environment and i was 
out a lot just on my own with other kids that were foster kids or orphan um orphans and you know like most people that I know have had childhoods where the parents are always there making sure like the child didn't fall that they know their ABCs that seeing their first walk and all of that and of course everyone has their own stories but when after a couple of years of having this like foster life I was then basically shoved in a car and then given to these two strangers that I didn't know and was told to like that's your new family and that's of course I'm grateful to have my parents but having that be part of like growing up and something like really unusual happening and starting to realize that not everyone around you was kind of shoved into this two people and I think um that with that growing up and having the realization that you're much more different than you really thought you were it can be really hard and like continuing to speak about racism when i was little i had like no concept of race or racism and i think that must be really hard because you're living in a white family that they don't face that. Yeah, so, exactly. So, of course, it must be difficult for them to really want to understand maybe why you would feel like you should know that. Mm-hmm. But also that I think is important to realize. I guess, in a way, maybe they didn't want to like emphasize that you're different. Yeah. But the thing is, you are. And there's nothing wrong with that. But because you have to face something that they don't, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't know about it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I remember if my parents really talked about racism with me. I think, I don't think they really did. I remember, like, in middle school, that was when I felt really humiliated and ashamed to mm-hmm. be Chinese. And I think because every time I was around my white friends and my white family, I just saw myself as white. And then I looked in the mirror and I'm like, wait, like my eyes are different. My skin is different. Like my face is different and I'm, I'm different and I feel ugly. I feel out of place. Like why, why is this happening? And then I, I couldn't, I mean, at that age, I didn't really even understand really what racism was, of course. Mm -hmm. And then I can't really go to my parents and be like, why do I look like this? Yeah. Because like, they don't really get it. Get it, yeah. And, like, I feel like the whole, like, not understanding, like, that race exists and that racism exists is, like, really hard because you're, like, going through it and you're getting put in situations that are caused by your race or caused, like, you know, or, like, you're in situations where you experience racism. And you don't really, like, know how to describe it, so you don't really know why it's happening. Yeah. And you just know that, like, it feels uncomfortable, and it doesn't feel good, but you can't really, like, articulate why. Um, I think one thing that was, like, I remember having, like, I would, I would go and see other Asian, like, girls or, like, families and boys, and I would sometimes envy that because... Although I looked like them, 
I knew if they talked to me, they wouldn't accept me because yeah. I wasn't really one of them. I couldn't speak Chinese. I didn't have that stereotypical like um, lifestyle. Yet I also, when white people saw me, all they saw me was as Asian. Yeah, it it wasn't as just white. It was as like white as Chinese. We hope you enjoyed the first episode of our four-part adoption series. To learn more about Color of Youth, visit our website at www.colorofyouth.org or follow us on Instagram at the Color of Youth.